We're here. Social proof, we're back. Just want to have a discussion with my friends, man. I don't like the topic. I don't like what's going on, man, because I like, I think people execute on free stuff. Don't you like a good free webinar? You like a good free, free ebook or something, right? But I'm talking to Mitch, and he seems to think that people, like you have to charge people for them to pay attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Mitch. Not only charge, but also to execute on information. Because they, if they pay, not only do they pay attention, it's just like a getting a free haircut. You never want to be cool with the barber enough to where you say, hey, man, Mitch, from now on, you get free haircuts. Why? Because you get free service, too. Because think about it like this. If Dave come in, Charles come in, and they want to get their haircut and they paying, who going to get hair to haircut first? Person paying. Exactly. Person so paying. I got free cuts. Hey, man, I got, I need, I got an appointment. I got to fly to the airport. I'm about to go out here and travel, do whatever I got to do. What's up with the haircut? He's like, oh, yeah. Nah, I got Dave first. I got Charles <laughs> first. So not only is the person giving the information not going to give you the information that you would get if you paid. Also, on the flip side of it, right. if I don't pay for the haircut, what what type of... Like, what am I saying about myself and what am I saying about my abilities to continue? You feel me? That's real. DR, what say you? So, with me, uh, I think when it comes to free information, like going through a course, most people don't go through courses at all when you when you, when you you pay for it too as well. It really don't go through it. And it, especially when it comes to like free information, they really don't take advantage of it either. When it comes so, to you think if you pay, it's the same as if it's free? Kind of, sort of. It's based off the execution. Has, everybody, so, has anybody execute? ever gave you a free ebook before? Yeah. Did you take it? I took it, but did I execute on some on some of it? Some ebooks, yes, and some ebooks, no. But I've also paid for courses and then open them joints. <laughs> this I'm is saying. true. This is true. I've been there, right? So I think it maybe has to do with human beings. I don't yeah, know. I think it's a mindset thing, like she said, like execute. You know, I think. I think if you really want it, gonna get it because somebody can give me something free, a free car. I'm gonna take it, take care of it like I paid for it. You know, so I don't I know if you'll take care of it like you pay for I it. I will. Like my, my, my wife gave me that Rolls Royce. And yeah. I, well, that's, I make sure that's the you okay, value. Right, check this yeah, out. Check awesome. this out too. You know, you mean to tell me you take care of a rental from Avis? Yeah, I do. Like no, no, I, nah, I swear so. I do. Nah, you drive that thing like a rental. Like I'm the type of person that do that. Like everybody's not like that, but I'm the type of person that that value and I'm grateful for things. So if it's free, I'm gonna take it like I did pay for it. You know, because I purchased some books and I never read it. I, I brought some outfits I never wore it. You know, so it's not a money thing. It's all about how I view the thing. You know. So how you view yeah. the thing? Okay. I got a point on uh, on free. So sometimes I look at free like interns. Some interns learn the most, and then they're successful in their respective fields. But they do so much for free. They work so hard for free. They come in early. They do everything they got to do to make that business successful. And then once they're able to get one on their own, so they got the education for free, Uh right? Similar to what I think is going to happen pretty soon. But they get the information for free. They get the, the business insights, everything. They get to be around it and soak it up. And then they go execute. I think the free point is just the value, y'all. It's just the value, how you, how valuable you think of it. That's what we're trying to say. When you, when something is free, you don't value it because it's free. It's just like if something's cheap, you don't value it. If I tell everybody here, look, I got a hotel room. It's going to be $20 a night. 
You know what I mean? It's it's gonna be state of the art, five star. I'm straight. And then if I tell you it's twenty <laughs> it's twenty thousand dollars a night, I'm gonna comp you a room for twenty thousand dollars a night. You're gonna be like, whoa! I gotta it, you you agree with the value? It's the same thing with Kanye West shoes. The yeah. value is in his name, not the shoe, because they're ugly. Let's just yeah. be real. I don't care what yeah. nobody say. The Yeezy foams, all of them, they look like rhinoceros shoes. It's just let's be real. But because you put Yeezy on it, now it has the value. So now. That's the same thing we look at free information. If I say, oh, I'm having this webinar, I'm going to give y'all what I teach my students for a million. They All my students making a million dollars. I'm going to teach you for free. You're going to be like, yeah, right. So, let me ask you, let me ask you if, if Elon Musk come out with a free e- um, e-book, you, you I'm taking it. We're talking about myself. I value Elon Musk. Everybody knows that Elon Musk is so the richest person in the world. So it's not free. It's the fit one. It seems like it's two parts. One, the deliverer of the free. Cause I, I mean, I've, I've gotten some free game from mentors or I didn't, I didn't had a mentor where they give me a book to read. Right. And I'm going to read the book because the mentor gave it to me because my fear is that if I don't read the book, they'll stop giving me books. Or if I, if I don't execute on the free information, they'll stop giving me information. So I think it's two parts. It sounds like the person that's giving the information and two how you're valuing the thing that they're giving. Mm. Exactly. I think it's the perception of it. Yeah. It's the perception. It's all make-believe. None of this, nothing is valuable, y'all. It's just perception. It's like, I perceive Yeezys to be expensive, so I'll pay more for them. It's perception. It's the same shoe they make at the same factory for how much, what you just saying, Prince, they make that shit for $2, $3. They'll pay, they're paying $20,000 for shoes for the perception of it. So the perception of free information is that it's not valuable. Because you didn't have to sacrifice nothing for it. Got you don't have to go spend your hard-earned money, your hours at work to say, I'm going to pay $2,000. And then after I pay $2,000 to get some information, I'd be like, yo, I can't justify not using this because I got to get my money back. Got this you. don't make sense. Now, if you put free into it, now you're like, I mean, I ain't sacrificing nothing for it. So then when it's classes, you got to be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're like, I ain't, I'm, I ain't losing nothing. So I'll just oversleep. That's where the value of it's how it's perceived. Now, if that person who do the same thing, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, and they pay $20,000, they going to be sure. like, I got to show up to this class. Like, yeah. it's the rea- it's how the person perceives it. And yes, it is mindset too, like you said. But it's definitely more about perception. Because even us, we get free stuff all the time now. You, you know, y'all know the trick. Once you get some type of success, <laughs> everything, you ain't got to pay the same. <laughs> they like, look, here, Mitch, I, I want to die for you to wear my clothes. And you know what I'm saying? It don't matter. I might not rock it. It got to be fly. That's but right. even... It, because it's free, I'm not going. But if I pay for a Louis Vuitton shirt, right. I'm sorry. I'm rocking that drone. It all costs a stack. Yo, it costs a stack. We got to rock it and we got to get a real good content off that drone. We got to sure. justify yeah. this payment. <laughs> well, Dave had a good point, though. I, I think it's twofold, right? It, a part of it is the person or, or what's on the other side of free. So Jay-Z and Beyonce do a free concert. Would everybody in the room go? We in there. Yeah. We in there, right? Because of the experience, because the experience that we're going to get from from it. Right. So when we talk about free, right, I think it's based on the value of what you're giving that's free. If you're giving like powerful information, information that people need to hear, information that has proven to change lives, I think it will have it. It will have an I don't impact. Know. Charles, bro, we we give out houses, bro. We give away free houses. The guy calls me every single okay, day. But look, that's what I'm saying. Me. That so uh, what, according to what you're saying, since we give away free houses, who would take a free house? Of course. Anyway. We understand the value in that, right? We give away free houses. So that means that if you know that this man gave hold away on, a free on, real house. Quick, real quick, real quick. What do you mean? 
All right. So <laughs> in particular, is this a parable? Or no, is it in particular, like- Charles right here, he specializes in land bank properties, right? So land bank properties, they basically go in. I'm going I'm to let him tell the whole entire okay. story. But basically, it's a, a, a government assistance, right? So the land banks partner up with the government and they found these houses that need to be refurbished, turned up. They are eyesore to the community. They basically partner up to get them back to be paying electric bills, property tax, all of that stuff because it's not making no money. So in order for them to make money for the city, the land banks uh, partner up and they get people to invest in them. And you can get them for like 1000 2000 3000 even cheaper than that. Okay. So, but we know the skill set, right? So we'll be like, all right, we're going to have a conference, right? We're going for everybody just to come and see our value. <laughs> we're yes. going to give away a house. Right. So if we do that one time, everybody here should see the value. So once we announce we're doing something, everybody should sign up, right? Yeah. But they don't. Yeah. Why? That's because true. that's to your point. They see that in value. Man, people, it's perception. It's mm. perception. And if you right. had on Chuck Taylors in here and you had mm. on damn dirty shirt, but you giving out the same game you giving, I'm going to perceive it as he don't know what he's talking about. That's how the world is. We live in a stereotypical world. So we got to understand the reality. That's why I'm on the, the right side of it. So we'll put his money that free people yeah, will execute. Because the guy with the Chuck Taylors with the dirty shirt, I, I'm thinking he got the most money than the guy with the... <laughs> that what you going to think? Yeah, we, that is incredible. And I don't believe so. I do not believe it. Mm. The guy with the dirty shoes, he the one getting all the houses. He's yeah, 500,000, 700,000. That's, based on, that's on, based on his experience. Right. So right. he's had a different set of experiences. Right, right. Which maybe brings me to another point. How do you become the type of person that's perceiving things in the right way? Mm, that's strong. I think that comes from within. Right. I, I think so like that's already in people. Think so? Because of what I do, I got like two subsets of people, right? So there's people that sign up for what I do, sign up for mentorship courses and don't take action. And then one of the story that we recently discussed is a guy who, who saved up pennies and nickels in a five-gallon five water jug. He did everything he could to buy this property. He laid them out. He counted them in front of us. He sent me this, these videos and everything. And he took the, the information that I gave him. And it was a three-day challenge. The three-day challenge was Mitch's idea. Mm-hmm. Right. So usually I have a six week program and it usually takes about four weeks before somebody buys a property. But Mitch and I always talk about the success. And he's like, Charles, I think people can do it in three days. Mm -hmm. Right. So we did the three day challenge. And this this guy, like day one, we knew he was an executor from his his level of interaction with the program, his note taking, his questions. Right. You can tell certain people digest information differently. They process it differently. And some people, even the mastermind, the masterclass we did, we knew who were, who was going to execute, right? We already knew um, how many people were going to do, were going to take advantage of an offer that we made at the end of the masterclass. So I think free versus not free, I don't know. We're st- I'm still torn, Well, right? it's about the people. I think it's, it's just the individual. But if, it, if it's within, then yeah. that means some people just will never value things. There has to be some sort of formula. Yeah. When getting someone, let's say like me, who I buy a course, I attend every free webinar, or I see something that's free and I'm like, ah, it's not value. How do you value anything? There's got to be some sort of formula if you realize you're somebody who just, you don't value stuff well. Yo, really, yo, on the morning meetup, yeah. anybody that's in the morning meetup can come to live recordings, period. But it's free. And it's typically a few people that see the value and come. But if I was charging, if I was like, yo, y'all get to come to the live recording, like none of these people pay. They're just in the morning meetup. I talked about it this morning, like, yo, pull up. If I charge, though, we'd have a bigger turnout. 
Why is that? It's I don't crazy. Know. We got to figure out how to help people that in this way. It, it's a real thing, bro. And, and I think it's a dilemma. I was looking at it because we've been promoting. We got, we're going to do a free conference now because of this mm-hmm. debate here. Mm-hmm. And it's also my birthday. So y'all know I drove Maybe we Uber. Charge, though, not I about. really, mm-hmm. I think that we will have a bigger, even if we charge like $5, like I feel like we'll have a bigger turnout than free because the, that perception of free is killing them. Like literally I had a call last night. I dropped it into the Facebook group where we got all these thousands of people and they're already signed up. Thousands. And it was only like 200 people on the live. So that lets you know that, look, I'm going to be giving out millions of dollars worth of game. Like I'm, we, we receipt showers. So we showed the mm-hmm. receipts in different yeah. industries where we did seven figures. I can show you how to do it. I think I'm qualified to speak. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, look, we're going to go into a live master class, not just a live where I'm just talking about whatever I want. We're going to do a live master class. And we broke it down last night. Long story short, I went, I was like, immediately after y'all get off this live call, I want y'all to go in the Facebook group and say, what's going on with y'all? Like, why, <laughs> what is the thing that's making y'all not join the live when it just, is it because it's free? Do we need to, you know, incentivize? It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Quickness, like it's rare, like we only going to do it for the first 10 people. Like, what is it that you need to get you to be ready? But like to what I was talking about, converting somebody to, to that mindset, to being able to believe in things or whatever. I think it's more environment and also circumstance. Yeah. Environment, mm-hmm. because your environment is going to dictate your mindset, hands down. But then your circumstance on if, if you're ready. It's just like when a dude, if like, like you, you a single guy and you get all the girls in the world. And at some one point you're going to be ready to settle down. And it's going to matter what happens. It's like, I'm ready. Now I'm ready. I'm ready to have a wife. It don't matter about my options. It's just time. So for some people, it's just time for them to make that change. They got to, they got to go through something personally mm. to make them be like, you know what, what I'm doing is not working and I need to go. I need to do something gotcha. else. Okay. I agree. <laughs> and this is and this is why I'm gonna say I agree, right? It's circumstantial, so it's the individual. But from a circumstantial standpoint, I get new mothers, right? And they take action. You and I spoke about this. A lot of my clients are new mothers that are looking to build wealth for their children. The last three clients I got were new fathers, 
and the guy from the master class, Kunle, is, yeah. his wife is pregnant, right. right? And his thing was, all right, Charles, I know I have to build wealth. It was like, it was time for him. Right. So it's, it, it is a characteristic, right? You have to have a certain characteristic to be able to take action on information across the board, whether you paid or not. But I do believe you just hit a really good point. It's circumstantial. For sure. So I think we can take money out of it. Mm-hmm. If your if you're, um, morning meetup had information that somebody really needed at that time, they're showing up. Mm-hmm. Whether it's $100, $1,000, or free, I think people that are ready to have a change in their lives, they're going to show up. Yeah, I think even uh, things become... If you think about this, I think things become less valuable with longevity. So you might have, there's going to be somebody that, um, let's say, is in Zoe, some, like a mentee, let's just say, or somebody you start working with. Right. They're so impressed by you. Oh, my gosh. They prayed for it. I got an opportunity to work with Zoe. <clears throat> Three months later, you're not that big of a star to them. Right. You get, like, familiar, right? They talk to you a little late. Like, when, when you call, they don't, like, they used to pick up first ring. But when you call them now, they'll, uh, I'm going to hit Zoe back. Even maybe they don't value the relationship as much because maybe people are excited about the idea of things, but there's so much information out there that when you say it's going to be a free anything, I mean, free, paid, whatever, because maybe the world has been so inundated with information for so long, information as a whole isn't as valuable, which means we as the deliverers of the information have to figure out creative ways to make it exciting. Maybe. I will literally talked about that last night. We <laughs> see I use on it, use on the car. Yeah, we had to. Like, we talking about that last night. So that comes to everything. All of us need to talk about this. I went to CEO training. This is where I learned basically about that. Because basically what happens to all of us, we go through middle school. Well, we go to from elementary school, we graduate middle school right? Middle school, graduate high school, high school, college, right? You get all these different degrees. You have all these things you are pulling towards. It's new to you. It's exciting. Your environment changes after a minute, right? So what we do as adults, we do the same thing. Like we we want the same thing, but we don't have it. Because after you got all those degrees and there's nothing for you to reach out to, you're like, damn. And we get bored. So when we first get our, a new job, this is why people go from job to job. Mm-hmm. And it's why people go from business industry to industry is because we are looking for that new excitement because we get bored quick. Like as soon as you get to a new job, you're like, oh my God, the, the chicks on the second floor is bad. This is crazy. It's going to be dope. I like I like my manager. She's so nice. Da, 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 da. Yo, this is crazy. It's so clean. They got a Starbucks machine in the back. This is going to be our favorite job. You super excited. Two weeks later, three weeks maybe, you like, I don't want to go into work no more. This yeah. is boring. You already know the job. You was nervous at first. You ain't know how to use the register. You've been saying the same thing to every customer that walks in the building. You're bored. You don't want to do something new. You, and then guess what? A lot of times, we don't even have some type of reward system to even reward us for our work. Mm-hmm. So in our businesses, we don't. We don't have team mm-hmm. meetings where we like, hey, I just want to say, Dave, man, you're doing great. You're doing awesome. Everybody give them a round of applause. That right there will keep you hyped. Yeah. But we don't have that. Nine times you're just going through the motions every day. So we pivot from job to job looking for that. All right, listen. Every single week, every episode, you hear me talking about the morningmeetup.com. It's the community. Let me show you what's happening here. Every single morning, Monday through Friday, there's 400 plus people on a Zoom call, right? We're learning, we're talking, we're growing together. And this is you. There's all these people here. It's all these people in the morning meetup. Hundreds of people reading books, growing. We get together quarterly. It's amazing. And for some reason, you just keep looking at 
Just go to themorningmeetup.com and get in the circle. And then you'll be like way happier. Just themorningmeetup.com. Let's get back to the episode. So that's the, it's a true point. I can, I can understand that. And all of us deal with this in every walk of life. Yeah. So we have to create that for ourselves. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you got to do it in your household. Like, yo, mom, I ain't going to lie. You've been holding it down for us. Anytime somebody get arrested, you, you're the first one we can call. You go pull up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody got kicked out of the house, we know we can come here. Appreciate you. Thank you, everybody. Show her love. Give her some gifts, whatever. But that's what we have to do for ourselves to keep ourselves motivated. Because we got to be able to stay motivated in one niche for mm-hmm. years. I've been telling I was doing the same thing. Rental car business for eight years. The yeah. same thing. How do I stay motivated, right? I have to do the same exact thing. I had to create that ecosystem to where you see, you talk to my brother, talk to my staff. They like, yo, this is dope. Like they get a new name. They want to get new titles. It feels better. And they can be doing the same thing. I just gave them a new title. And now they like, yo, I love that. I'm the senior. What? That's hard. Like, but you got to recreate that. So it's right. We are seeking something continuously. And even if like, we're talking about information right now. We are having to recreate ourselves through Instagram. But now we got to all do reels because everybody think we bought our followers now. You know what I'm saying? Because when you do a post, a regular post, you get 20 likes. We like, I used to get 6,000 likes for a selfie. Yeah. Now I'm like at the point where I got to be so creative. I got to recreate audios to keep yeah. you engaged. You know what yeah. I mean? So last year we talked about, I had to go spend a half a million dollars on a car to get you to fix your credit. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to make, to make the audience appreciate how serious credit is. I had to go spend a half a million or finance a half a million. You dig what I'm saying? But they didn't believe it. So for them to believe what we teach, look, I can show you, I can do this with a half a million. I can do this with 2.5 million on a credit. I don't got to have it in my pocket. You feel me? So So that's the- You're doing more- uh, We don't, we keep it. You got to show more to get people engaged. It's crazy. Just to inspire. How how do you, DR, how do you keep your audience engaged to- so that they don't get too familiar with who you are. Oh, this, she just on live again. So with me, it's all about the stuff I wear. And it's also about me giving out like my best. It's all bars, no fluff. That's my slogan. So I'm building like a community. I'm making sure my community is um, engaged with me. So instead of calling my mentees, like mentees, I call them my mogul family too as well. And then also if I go on live and I have no chain and my hair is messed up, they probably not going to like engage with me. But if I get really? on live with my, if I'm playing Nipsey Hustle and I get on live with my chain and I show that I'm from really from LA, I'm being authentic with my followers and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm asking them questions, getting to know them too as well while I'm online. Then I'm getting a lot of engagement and I'm, I'm allowing them to get to know me and I'm allowing them to like share my posts and stuff too as well. So mm-hmm. I've seen if you make um, impactful information, motivation and also controversial too as well where you got them talking in them comments then they really gonna rock with you and they really gonna share the information that you have too as well gotcha so you don't you don't really do a whole lot of social media stuff right when when people see you they they respect it do you that would be kind of like the opposite of dior she on like just she showing her authenticity like going on live mitch is online on a regular basis keeping engagement going do you feel that the less accessible you are, the more people value your presence when you do of show course. up? Of course. Of course. Most definitely. Is that a strategy? But the reason, but the reason I'm not on Instagram that much is because I'm, I'm really busy behind the scenes really doing work, work. <laughs> but if I didn't have the time to be on Instagram and social media, I will be on live every day. I will be giving out free information more and really like, you know, just giving out free game more, you know, but I'm really busy behind the scenes, like being a business owner, being a full-time husband, full-time father, mm-hmm. 
full-time son of my mother while she's still here, you know? And so I'm busy. Like, I just yeah. don't have the, the time. And I'm not so, oh, I got to be on Instagram. That's not, I mean, I really, I really don't care about it. Like, when I really get on, it's really for the love to really give our game or hop on there with my family, whatever. Um, drop, drop some Do you gr- focus on branding at all? Or are you just not really? Not really, man. I'm so old school, man. I've been getting... I've been getting to the bag before all this. <laughs> yeah, a lot of us have, but a lot of us have been, you know, so. exactly. But I've been like doing Airbnbs for even Mitch. Like you've been rental car game eight, seven, eight years. Same thing with me. Renting our cars and houses and rental properties. So it's really like a plus, like a hobby yeah. for me, more more than a business. Like I'm just let me get on here for fun, you know. Happy songs engage with Zoe because every time, like, there's a period of time that I don't see you. When I do see you you have something else. Like, like, I ain't talked to him for a while. Oh, yeah, you got to come by the new mansion. It's a new yeah. joint I got. Dang, so. Yeah. Or I'll talk to him like, yo, yeah, I got like 20 more Airbnbs since last night. Oh, you really be doing work. So how do you keep your audience engaged? What, one of the things I've been doing lately and I found that's caused a lot more engagement, testimonials. Mm-hmm. So instead of me saying, hey, I can help you get from point A to point B, and this is how I let my students and mentees tell it. And a lot of times when people, they'll reach out to me, shoot me a DM or whatever, and they're asking questions, how soon, how this, I'm, I'm like, dude, spend 10 minutes on my page, look at this guy, look at the lady who did it, look at the single mother, look at the guy who saved up the quarters and everything else. And then they seem to be able to transfer the message Right, the same message that I intend to transfer, but they seem to transfer it in a way that people can relate to a lot more than they can relate to me. My language of land bank properties at a higher level is very difficult. It's it's different. It's probably a little bit more difficult to understand than the the, the young lady over there who will say, "All right, so this is the process I went through. This is how easy it was, and everything else." So lately, I've been just charging my mentees with the task of sharing their stories. Gotcha. So it's it's different from them seeing my face with, you know, the same message, the same branding. They see someone else that they can relate to, whether it's a man, a woman, you know, whatever that they're seeming to relate differently. Kind of to Mitch's point where you do have to change it a little. So the mindset or the, the thought process behind that was if it's a different face, right, from different parts of the country sh- saying the same thing, it's going to resonate differently with different people. Yeah, I want to know... Um, how do we get the most out? Like, even if someone becomes a a student of y'all's, right? Mitch, you're really good at getting results from people, right? So anybody here in like in a mastermind or you're a student of some sort of program or something, um, there's a difference between the people who get results and the people who don't. Facts. What is that difference? This is what I found. What I found, the people that when I offer something, the ones who jump on an immediate, they're the ones who are ready. Mm-hmm. That's what I found. It'd be a, it's going to be a lot of people. You might have to see me talking about it seven, eight times. That person, they might get it. They might not. But the person who jump on it as soon as they see it. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations or multiple systems on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. 
NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Nine times out of 10, that's going to be my five percenters in the group. And they're going to be the first one interacting. They're going to be the first one showing they step of the journey. And that's what I've been able to see. So. Yeah. What do you think the most valuable trait is that somebody has to? Here's, I think a lot, everybody wants to execute on something, right? But I can give you some, like, you didn't got some information, right? You'll execute on all of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, how how do we get someone to execute on their, it's, it's not that we don't want to execute. And I'm in the same boat. Like, I didn't got, I got a bunch of game from people. And some things I just don't execute on. How do you get people to execute on it? What I do is I, I'm I'm very clear with my messaging too to my mentees and my students. I think why I get a lot of testimonials is because I turn people away. I think that's why. I say no probably to more money than anybody. I don't know. But I'm talking about 5,000, 10,000, don't matter. Whatever it is I'm, I'm, I'm promoting at the time. I, I say no because I ask everybody what they're doing. When they're trying to sign up, I say, all right, what do you want to do? They say, oh, I'm interested in this, this, and this. And I say, what are you doing right now? And they say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Dave Shans. I'm his mentorship. I got I'm Paul Soto Go. I'm his mentorship. I'm Neo. Uh, everybody. All right. So that means that your issue will never be <laughs> that you don't have any information. Yeah. Your issue is going to be your, you know, your mental. Because right now you can't focus on anything. Yeah. And you told me a great, uh, the focus versus uh, balance thing. And that was everything. I love talking about that. But either way, because it's literally people cannot focus on one thing at a time. And that's really what takes you to yeah. financial freedom. Like you can try to scale eight business at once. Won't happen. You yeah. can't even like, we can't scale two things. We can't even do two things at once. It's like, try to do crunches while you do pushups. <laughs> try it. How many people try to do it in their heads? You know what I mean? <laughs> try, try to do jumping jacks and pushups at the same time. You can't. So that's the same thing it is with business. So what I do is I identify what they really want. And I'll be like, am I the messenger that you could take the good and the bad messages from? Yeah. Because that's all it's about. They got to buy into it. They, we got the right information. But yeah. the, the problem is, did I buy into what you said? Like you said it. Yeah, it could be done, but I don't really... You might not be the messenger, but they got 18 messengers. That's why they haven't found that one. Mm. Find somebody coming back from where you trying to go. That's Find right. one. And then if that, if you got that person, that person can give you the tough message. Like, yo, you are dropping the ball. Yeah. Like you doing too much. Stop. 
Yeah. Now and then, if I say that to you, and I'm the messenger, you're gonna stop. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get out of all of these joints, and you're gonna focus on one thing. And then I show them a blueprint, an actionable step blueprint on how to actually be profitable. I'll be like, how? What is you, what is it you, that you want to make? I got a blueprint for every bracket. I'm like, if you want to get to the main, I can show you how to do that, and you can do it. But you got to focus on just doing this. Yeah. You know what were, I'm saying? were you, DR? Were you always an executor? Were you always like, yo, I get some information, execute on it. No, so I was going to go back to Mitch when you said that. Like, people hoard information because they want to get everybody's mentorship because they think they missing out on something, right? And I get that from my mentees all the time. They'll get information from me and they'll get confused because they heard other information from somebody else. So it's like, I need to be a direct mentor. And I remember that used to be me when I was working at my job trying to figure out how can I make a six figures consistently in my business. And I was hoarding too much information, I was everywhere trying to build too many businesses. So when I focus on one business, when I got fired from my job, I made six figures in 60 days based on me just focusing on my credit prep business and my digital products to help change other people's lives. So when you focus on one thing, then you can go out and scale other businesses too as well. But you can't, you, we hoard so much information that we take it in and we like, we don't know where to go. We don't know how to execute it. But That's once it. we sit down and think about it and we execute for those, you know, I don't know, five to eight months like I did, it, it just clicks. Do you know what, like, if there's a way you could describe what happened emotionally that allowed you to focus on something? Because everybody, I think, knows they should focus. And I know they know that if I was to lock in on something, put all my time, energy, and attention, focus on this one thing, it will grow. But is there something that clicked for you that you can describe emotionally, physically? I know what happened with me. I was in the relationship. And I got out of that relationship. And then I was able to focus full throttle on what I had to do. It was the relationship. It was the relate. It was it. Cause I remember working Dang. at the jail, being in a relationship, quitting from the jail and then being in a relationship and then having opportunities. But I would always like have to think about my partner before I can take the opportunity. It, it, like they would make me feel bad for going to Dang. meeting people. I'd be like, oh, I'm about to go over here to this. It's all fellas. Like, I'm about to go over here and meet with them. They doing some, you know, this is when I'm meeting Neo and them for the first time. I'll just say that. I'm like, I'm, I'm about to go meet Neo. And he's like, yo, you, you come by yourself. It's about to be me, Marcus, whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, bet. Cool. I'm like, hey, I'm about to go to this meeting. She's like, oh, I can't go to it. So I'm like, I don't, I, let me get in good first and then bring you in. <laughs> so those type of situation. But me Anyone letting go of that. Anybody <laughs> triggered? <laughs> no, it, it be real. So, uh, like a lot of time, uh, one thing I really found out, like, because I knew that I had it. I, I feel like I knew I was, I was driving. I, I quit, and even when I was with her, I was driving Uber. I'm making twenty eight hundred dollars a month. I'm 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 at twenty eight hundred dollars a week. I'm doing good. I'm like, damn, I'm 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 eating. If I figure this out, I can make some money. I start renting out one car with the with the Uber game. I'm making like ten k. I'm like, I gotta figure this out. And this girl is literally telling me, yo, you you think you're making money, but you're not. Like literally damn. in my ear. And then I was like, and then I got the relationship. And when I tell y'all how quick I propelled, it was crazy. Like, mm. and I already knew that I wanted to do it, but I wasn't executing on everything because I was worried about how they would feel about me doing gotcha. what I wanted to do. Gotcha. And and that's when, when I made that decision, I was like, boop, boop, got up out of there. What, cha what changed? I, I want to get uh, Dior's answer too. Like what, what changed? Um, what changed with me? I think 
I wanted to get out of my situation where I was where I was at. Like working nine to five, like it's, it's, it's a whole bunch of people who work nine to five. You're in a rat race, you're depressed, you're stressed out. So I know I wanted more for myself. And then what clicked for me is having accountability partners too as well. Mm-hmm. So once I have the right circle around me, making sure, you know, my friends um, are holding me accountable to my goals and making sure my goals have deadlines too as well and I'm writing them down. That will help. That's what helped me go to the next level to as well. So if you have that environment and friends that are helping you go to the next level, because a lot of us don't have support system. That's everybody's excuse as an entrepreneur. I don't have my friends and family supporting me. It doesn't matter. That's why we go to networking events. That's why we, we show up to your event all the time to meet new people. That's why we invest in masterminds so we can meet new people so we can get around that environment to help our businesses, you know, scale. Environment is huge. Charles, what, what, what changed, man? One of the things that I'm noticing what you said earlier is circumstance, right? It was the loss of a job, right? It was a change in a relationship. And um, for me, what changed, what really drove me to be an executor in my particular field, um, I'm going to say COVID hit, right? And I started to evaluate my real estate portfolio. I had properties in, uh, in Michigan, and then I had properties in New York. The properties in Michigan, the debt-free properties I had in Michigan, that portfolio was outperforming the portfolio I had in New York. And I owed owed maybe $2.7 million in real estate in New York. That really drove me. And then I I think about my kids a lot, right? And them inheriting my portfolio. To maintain a portfolio in New York, it it just takes a lot of work, right? It's a lot of excuses. It's high stakes. The mortgages are fairly high, $8,000 on each property. So it's it's, it's a challenge. And I knew my kids wouldn't be able to do it, right? Mm Um, I talk a lot about my oldest son. He's lazy. Right? So I'm like, th- th- I had to create something from a legacy standpoint, from a wealth standpoint. So when I got when I really got wind of land bank properties, I just reversed the math of what it would cost to actually live in my neighborhood where I live now. I have a brownstone in downtown Brooklyn and the prices just continue to rise. So in, in my mind, I'm thinking, this, Charles, you real rich? <laughs> what level? Right. Brownstone, New York? What are we doing? Yeah. All right, keep going. I don't know how to answer. <laughs> in this room, right? In this room, I, that, that answer is different for everybody, right? So, so I would say, like, I've always been focused, right? And I think I think I'm I'm different from the average individual in New York because I really think long term, right? A lot of stuff I do versus what I would say my circle does. I don't go out as much as they do. I don't hang out. Sometimes I post. Um, I may take a vacation and travel, but I may go there just to focus and really lock in on what I'm doing. Mm. And a part of the reason I, uh, um, the math, the, the three day challenge that Mitch and I did, I think was successful because I just took myself out of my home environment where I'm super busy. I went to, I think Turks and Caicos locked myself in and I posted some of the work I was doing like Friday night, Saturday morning. I was just like brainstorming articles to, to, to just share and give this valuable information and um, it's really one of the things that changed the trajectory from events that I've done before to that particular event. Mm. But back to my circumstance, right? I really just thinking of like legacy, right? It's it's my responsibility. I internalize it to the sense that I want my kids to not have the struggles that I had and like the, the value of real estate, the price of real estate in New York is so high I didn't feel like I could leave it up to them to do it. I didn't feel like I could leave it up to college to prepare them to afford it. So it was fear, Loki. There was a little fear there. He was like, I'm I'm worried. Yeah. I like to consider myself fearless because I could get in for, 
when I get information, I'm going to execute on it, right? Mitch has given me information. You always been like that? What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket and in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal at least so i could say like 14 15 years old hey Moms, it, it's a little, a little back New York stuff, man. Little back New York story. people That's are different. No, New, York, New York people story. are it's, different, it, man. It's a gift, but it's circumstantial. So 15 years old, my mom came in my room. She's like, look, things are getting a little challenging. You now qualify for summer youth employment. Does anybody, did anybody grow up in a city that has summer youth employment? I did. 
All right, so 14, 15 is the, is the cutoff age, right? It's the qualifying age. So she's like, look, you know, we grew up, um, I'm going to say humble beginnings, right? So she's like, all right, I'm going to give you this alarm clock and I'm going to give you a stick of deodorant. You are now equipped to wake yourself up and get through at least a week of summer youth employment so that you can now buy more clothes and buy the things mm-hmm. that you need. So ever since then, um, and, and she, she, she gave all she could. Right. She did everything she could for us. Right. Since then, any information that I could get that would help me like advance and and provide for myself. Right. I'm the youngest, but we all did. Actually, my oldest sisters and brothers don't do as well as I do, but it just motivated me in an unselfish manner to try and provide for like everybody. I love it. And so I I saw you. I I met I actually met Zoe with Skittles. So yeah, like clothing stores. And right. what was it, South Carolina? South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah, right. clothing stores. And I would imagine he was doing okay at that point, right? I mean, yeah, but... I doing okay. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> not compared to now. But what what turned it up? What changed for you? Listen, if I was going to teach you how to make a million dollars, would you give me 10000 Like, if I had a course teach you how to make a million dollars and you're po- positive, you're going to make a million dollars... Would you give me 10000 Of course you would. It's no-brainer, right? So in a calendar year, we make seven figures with the podcast. But there's 21 things that I extracted from that that you're going to need to launch a podcast. But I only got time to give you three right now. One is you need a distribution platform. The distribution platform is what you upload your podcast to. That platform sends it to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, so that your supporters can actually listen to your podcast. You're also going to need a microphone. You need a really good microphone so it's crispy audio. And three, you need an income strategy. This is not necessarily a hobby, unless you're going to make it a hobby. But I can teach you how I made the seven figures with these 21 things. Now, the good news is you don't have to give me 10,000. My ebook is only 37 bucks. Okay. So listen, go to podcastebook.com and get the 21 things that you need. And I I can explain it in detail, all the things that you need. Okay. Podcastebook.com. Let's get to the episode. Mine's mine's really like the opposite of Mitch. Like, you know, he elevated when he got out of leadership. But when I when I got a relationship, my wife, my girlfriend, then I was able to elevate a whole lot more. Mm. You know, so it is it does matter about your environment and the people you surround yourself with because they can let you they can help you see things a whole lot mm. further or they can either stop you from seeing the things that's right in front of your face. You mm. know, so we're gonna pull that clip and uh you're gonna share that, right? <laughs> Everybody gonna share it with they boo. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so being around the right, right person. Right, that can, that, that that has a that can understand my mindset and that can help me elevate where I'm going at, and vice versa. We was able to help each other, so you know, being in a relationship does matter if you went with the right person or the wrong person. But, but my wife was able to help me. What was it? Did she better. show you a different level of money? Hold on, first off, no, I, was she making more money than you at one point? One point, she's making more money. <laughs> Nah, we first met. We first met. Even when we got married, I'm be keeping real. Like I met, like like I made more money. Like I made my wife get a prenup and everything. Like because I had more money, I had more real estate. Really? Yeah, because I, I had a, I had like million dollars worth of property, rental properties. So it was like I had to protect my asset because my wife didn't have that. But at one point, my wife turned up on one of her businesses and started making more money. Like. Active money, like I still had my, my real estate portfolio, but at one point in time, I felt like I ain't had to work because I was still making money in my sleep. God, you know? hey, for a lot of us, we thought that was Skittles money, though. I ain't gonna lie for to real? you. I mean, you know, you <laughs> are, people, people yeah. thought that because you was out there. Yeah, like, of course. So, so people look at the Kardashians 
If people don't know, they probably think, oh, the Kardashians got all the money. Scott, Scott, back in the days, he ain't got no money. Right. But ain't no Scott family. Scott Ben coming for money. You know right. what I'm saying? But <laughs> So the same thing about me. Like, I was off Instagram, so they see my wife got all these followers on mm. Instagram posts, and they're going to think, like, she got the bread. She it's her, it's her money. So living off of her, you know. He is literally like yeah. the next door millionaire. Like the person just so regular. I mean, not regular when he pull up, but like if you just like meet him <laughs> and you're talking to him, you're like, oh, so cool guy. But you have no idea all the stuff he got going on. It's crazy. I think my my change came when um, I just started hanging around more money. So I think I was doing cool, but um, you, at some point, like for right now, most people is watching this. You would think you make two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars a year. That's up, and then the next, the next plateau is like five hundred thousand. Like imagine making a half a million dollars a year. It's like boom. But when you get around certain people who it becomes normal for them, and you always feel poor around them. You know what I mean? Like even if you make a few hundred thousand dollars, it's not like you rich, falling out of control. It's you good. You comfortable? Y'all want to hang out? I can hang out. Ain't no problem. You know what right, I mean? Right. I, can, I can order what I want. I get shrimp on my chicken pasta. It's <laughs> up. It's nothing. You fine. But you get around people where money is more important to them. It becomes a little more important to you because it, it just wasn't important to me, right? But you get around people who talk about money and I and people say, "Oh, well, that's a bad thing." Well, I needed that. Yeah. I need so for Neo, money is more important to him than it was for me. But if you get around that and all they talking about is money, eventually you stop being the person that's saying, oh, all they talk about is money. And you start thinking, yo, how can I get some of that? Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's something that you're not, that you got to get around. So you got to get around what you want to be. So if you're not making money, you got to get around somebody that's making money. If you're not, if you're an introvert and you need to get out there more, simple hack, get around some extroverts and just... That, that's what changed for me because I'm getting around Zoe and Mitch and I'm like, dang, Mitch, I want to be like you when I grow up. Yeah. Because before, you you had nobody to compare to. You like, you compare probably to your childhood friends or you around somebody else. Or the people that's looking up to me right? because I'm a full-time entrepreneur and I'm teaching people who have a job and a dream. And to them, I'm their hero. Right. You know what I mean? I'm the guy that they're looking up to, so... Of course, I'm good. Yeah. And, and, and I think that comes besides money, like even becoming a good man or a good father. Yeah. Like you comparing yourself to your homeboy, your homeboy that never sees kids. Like that's the that's the worst. And, worst and, and environment might be the most important thing. I teach that to all my students before we even talk about trying to make money, mm -hmm. trying to build businesses, whatever, whatever you want to do. But your environment is going to dictate your mindset. If yes. I put anybody in here in the jungle, your mindset is going to change. If I put you in a jail. Your mindset is going to change. If I put you around people who are winning constantly, all they do is win. You're going to start winning. Mm -hmm. It's just by default. You get like you you use the um, the analogy about the accent from down south to up north. Mm -hmm. It's just a reality. You don't even you ain't even going to want to do this. Like you're going to get accidental bags. If you hang around right. people who got the bags, it's accidental. Yeah. Zoe might just be like, hey, Mitch, you ain't do this. He told me, what you told me? He's like, yeah, you ain't using gangster? Yeah. <laughs> you ain't using gangster? I'll go on gangster. I'll make 10 racks first week. Uh, it's just an accidental bag. I'm sorry, what's gangster? It's, uh, it's <laughs> another it's platform. Yeah, it's another platform other than Airbnb where you can rent your property out like hourly for like gigs. Yeah. So even a studio, I could do even that? Even a yeah, baby, They want to rent it for a baby shower? Uh, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Sneaking. Reese. <laughs> 
A podcast? Look, it's happening now. It's by default. Right. Now. Accidental bags. Yeah, it come in, it come in regular conversation. But me, I ain't gonna lie. When it comes to this uh Airbnb rental car stuff, it ain't nobody harder than me and this boy right here. Yeah, that's a fact. Do the whole pandemic. Fact. Look, we, we was on, I ain't gonna lie, we can't even say names. We was on the stage together though. Uh together on a panel. And they was Dave, you was <laughs> Yo, so they, yeah, they even asked somebody like, uh, "What panel was this?" This uh, I can't. I don't want to say. I don't want to give up the names. Let's just say it was a panel. Let's say I it was there. To you. You, was there. you was there. You was there. You was hosting the panel. Why can't I? We did it so many times that we won't get in trouble. So long story short, we was talking about this specific specific topic, and we was talking about during the pandemic, how did you hold it down when people wasn't traveling and all that? And this person like basically said they was using their reserves and things of that nature, which is what they probably did, which is dope for them. But and you know when you got to play ball, so we're not going to be like you, yo, we was going crazy, like. But that's what me and Zoe, me and Zoe look at each other, we like. <laughs> Yo, we touched like 200 rocks off that joint, like off Airbnb during the pandemic because we just had an alternative, like contrarian mindset. We literally was like, oh, we're going to run the play, like regardless of, because we had Atlanta was open, Miami was open. Mm-hmm. We run the place there. That's just it. We, I'm we trying not, to think what panel this was. Exactly. You see, that's good. That's good. And shout out to the person who was on there. They, they, they flamed it. But we just was saying like, it's different on who you talking to. Like yeah. if you you might say, "Oh man, it's it's not a good time." Anymore. It's just like the the what's it what's going on around the recession, right? Yeah. So the recession is a mindset. That's just reality because people are gonna make money during a recession. They're gonna make money when the business is booming. They are gonna do what they got to do because you are gonna have to figure it out. That's just how we move. Right. Yeah. So when it was time for the pandemic, when it's time for recession, whatever, we gonna make it make sense. We gonna make it make sense. But that's the thing. But when it comes to this specific niche. If, if I put Zoe in the room, I feel 100% confident he could teach everybody how to make a lot of money mm-hmm. with Airbnb, Peerspace, Splicer, Gigster, all of these sites that we use, VRBO, we don't leave enough. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we, no, we really do it. So it's just like, it, it's incredible to see that when there are people, even high level, that we know they not seeing us. Like when it comes to this, this, this did arbitrage. Y'all, did, y'all, did y'all know y'all had something special coming up? Like people see us now like, and these people are like up. I know before I, like when I'm working at the Cheesecake Factory, I really looked at successful people like they have something that I don't have. I didn't totally believe that I could be that. Mm. You know what I mean? Through all my experiences, it's just like some people are just, there's always a reason and I don't have the reason. You know what I mean? Like, Dior, you're successful because you had somebody that was successful and they put you on. Or you're in a particular market and you could be successful in your market, but my industry is dead. You feel me? Yeah. But did y'all all know that you had something special? You knew you was going to be successful? Nah, I did. Nah. I always had that hunger in me. Like with school, I was selling candy and stuff. Even when I hit the, I had my rental properties, and I was like, okay, I'm cool. I ain't had to work like that. I found myself in a comfort zone. So I had to get out of my comfort zone, but really it was like a mindset thing. So even though I was like, okay, I'm cool. I can take care of my family. I was like, I need to do more. I want to take care of my wife now. I need to start getting my wife an allowance. I need to start taking care of my mom, buy her dream car, dream house, whatever it is. So that, that, that helped me come out of that comfort environment. And I was able to like really yeah. turn up. Like, I, was, you know. I, was, I was saying it, but I, I didn't believe it. That's the thing. Everybody has said it. You know, we be in the, uh, hey, who who want to make who want to make seven figures right now? Who believe that they can really, who believe they deserve it? That's why I asked them one time, mm-hmm. who thinks they deserve to be a millionaire? Mm-hmm. Everybody, me, 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 me. All right, what work you been doing then? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, they don't really even believe it. They, they don't believe it themselves. Once I ask that, you don't believe it. But me in particular, I man, once I, I ain't go to the NBA, <laughs> I never, <laughs> ever thought that I was going to be rich. I, I ain't going to never. I, I thought when I was working at the jail, I was the cream of the crop. I was making over 100K a year at the Ooh. jail. I thought I was the bull. I ain't going to lie. I remember, look, I I, I got to tell a story. It's shame. He's going to crack up when he hear this. My One of my homies, Paul, he was an officer too at the jail. I remember talking to him and saying, bro, we like the cream of the crop. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, I dead serious meant it because I thought that I was never, that was the highest level. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. As far as like income and benefits and just lifestyle wise, I had my own crib. I had a nice car and I was working. I thought I was that boy. Like they went like we officers, bro. They like try to rock with us. (laughs) And I literally (laughs) meant that. That's where my environment, but my environment was telling me that my environment and surroundings was telling me that's what it was. My mom was so happy. I'm requiting my job. And she was like, you dumb as hell. Mm. Because like, yo, it was like from where I'm from. A government job is lit. Like, so I was like, after I ain't make it to the league, this is it. I ain't got where I was supposed to be. I could have been selling drugs. I could have been doing this, that, and the third, but I'm an officer. <laughs> I'm working at the jail. Like, oh, this is nuts. But really, I never, like, to answer your question, honestly, no, I never thought mm-hmm. that I would be rich, seven figures. I'm talking about, I ain't even think I was going to touch six piece. Like, <laughs> when I made 100K a year and they took all the taxes out, I was like, the most I'm going to make is about 70K a year. Right. <laughs> like, it is what Goodness it is. Gracious. But yeah. um, that was my mindset. But being around people, like, even at the jail, that was like my my haven, bro. I'm not going to yeah. throw it. Like, they was telling me about my Captain Anderson walk up. He said, yo, Mitch, man, you been dreams and all y'all need to go buy a property, man, and rent it out. Y'all need to fix it up. Da, da, da. He's, they saying this stuff to me. And that's where I went to that budgeting meeting that changed my life too, but at the jail. And those dudes, like, they were saying how much they make. Like, they was like, yeah, man, I'm a captain and I make 200K a year. Like, I was like, maybe I might, that's all, maybe I might make 200K a year and if I stay and be a captain. So I like, <laughs> but, the, but I never thought I was going to stay there long because I never should have been at the jail. Right. But I still, in that conversation with my friend, was like, yeah, we, we going crazy. But yo, I knew I wasn't staying there for 30 years. Like, Y'all stay here for 30 years? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man, back in my day, we used to have this place. And I was like, yo, you've been here for 30 years? I can't do it. Damn. Not in the jail. <laughs> Dior. Did you think you spe- did you know you were special? I always knew I was special. I'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. because um, LA. I, I, I'm from LA, yeah. So <laughs> in LA, so I'm, I'm around NBA players, NFL players, celebrities all day. They already have money, and then I have uh, my family's big um, known in the music industry too as well. So I've been uh, been around a whole bunch of like top people. So just being around that environment um, instilled in me to have more. Not have my family give me handout, 
but had me work hard for it. So I did the the regular go to school, get a good job, you know, college, all that type of stuff. My mom's been an entrepreneur all her life, um, but she never forced me to be an entrepreneur. I had to find it myself, you know? Mm -hmm. So once I figured out my niche as far as like car rentals um, and I started with bad credit, no money, and I found a way to leverage my NFL friends' cars to make five to $10,000 in my sleep, I knew I had a gift to be a millionaire from there, especially during COVID when in LA, we couldn't drive, we couldn't, Nowhere. nothing, no car rental, we couldn't do nothing, everything was shut down. And I thought outside the box, that's why I call myself the queen of turn liabilities into asset. I literally start renting out my luxury items like Dior bags, um, Gucci. Um, you started renting out your luxury items. Luxury items mm. to my to my friends that were doing YouTube photo shoots, oh, um, yeah, all the type of stuff. I even mm. ran out a, a Birkin bag for five thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Because that's what they wanted. They was going on like dates and shooting videos. So I was just like, I have a closet full of stuff that I can make six figures on. Why? While I can't make money in car rentals, right? So, I'm sorry, real quick. Um, <laughs> you rented out a Birkin wow. for someone to go on a date? They want they want a date. And they needed, the they needed, Is that the play? Like, yo, if I got a Birkin, that person knows I'm up too. Yes. And they'll really give me the best. Yes. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was an exclusive Birkin, though, that nobody could, nobody could get. But I wanted to go find it. I didn't have a Birkin. I can't afford a Birkin. But I wanted to go find this Birkin bag. And this lady paid me $5,000 to rent it out. So yeah, so I'm just thinking outside the box. I couldn't she make money in car rentals. Close rental. a baller. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. closing a deal. She was trying yeah. to close a baller. She God, probably closed really? too. And so people yeah. don't think about he that probably place. Paid that five. You know what I mean? They he probably paid it. that five. So you got a you got a closet full of six figures that you can make. You don't even think about renting it out. So that's the play I did during COVID while California was shut down. While I couldn't rent any cars, anything like that. Mm. I was like, I'm gonna rent. These these bags it's always that's away. in there, love, but she was exposed to this. Yeah, I got, I got Gucci belt if you want. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a if you got a date Hey, they keep getting them rollies. Hey, every now hey, you can you can actually show the collection. Let them use in the video shoot. Yeah. They want that. They ask for that stuff. Right. I don't know. They be they come in the house and they see you got that stuff. They be like, hey, can we use this for? Yeah, show me that. How do you insure it? I'm sorry, real quick, just. We're going to get back to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rent out a watch. Like, how, how would I do that? How would I know they ain't going to run off my watch? Deposit. Well, no, you want to, when it's the watch, it's normally for like shoots and stuff like that. So you're going to be there. Oh, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, or your staff will be there. Video's over, bro. Take that off. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be, they do that anyway. So if you don't know how all them celebrities, all these rappers, let me tell y'all something. I don't know if they, the world doesn't know. We can just end it right here. Most of these rappers do not have any money. I'm not talking about just like a little bit. Most of these rappers don't have any money. I'm talking about they're going to rent the car. They're going to rent the house. They're going to rent the jewelry. Mm -hmm. Everything is rented. A lot of them, even if they get that advanced deal for $2 million, they still mm -hmm. don't got no money. They, it's going to be some years before they touch some cheese. So especially these new rappers. They be calling us for the car. They calling us for everything I just named. <laughs> the jewelry, the cars, the houses, everything. And it's... Some of them are using them just because they need a video shoot and new content. I'm not saying that every rapper doesn't have money, but a lot, most of these rappers do not have no cheese. There's a, there's a couple of them. Hmm. There's a couple of them. You know, you, there's a couple of them boys. Drake and them boys, they got some paper, but they've been in the game for some years. <laughs> these dudes who you see one year in the game and then they were just on, a, on, on the crescent you know what I'm saying? They were just all goddamn old block. And now they got 85 chains in that. Trust me and believe me. Trust me. They borrowing some stuff. And it's cool. That's what your boy, shout out to Moneybag. Yo, Moneybag, yo said he was doing that. Like he said, you had to get the jewelry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Borrow his man piece. 
It's just that's the name of the game. That's why we here. We we make money from that. Hey, let me know though. I got a couple. I got, <laughs> you got a couple. I got some, yeah, I got. I got something for him. You know what I mean? Quick question: Have we all rented something to artists before? Oh come yeah, on! Yeah, oh, yeah. Come oh, on! Not yeah. Clearly, so we've all made money from artists. I mean, like say it's all. Hey, look! <laughs> look, he, look, he hit me. He hit me. He hit me. Look, he hit me in a, in a popular rapper. Don't say the, do not say the name. We <laughs> he hit me. Out. Oh uh, no, nah, no, nah, we ain't gonna say no names. I mean, I can say the name, and then no, nah, anyway. But um, nah, he hit me when this person smoked in his vehicle, and I and I was telling him what I charged, and he was like, I don't know, I don't want to charge. I said, man, I'm taking that whole deposit. I don't give a damn what the song called. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, nah, but that's that's the thing. I mean, we all get the access. That's what's cool about our industries because those people really need that too keep their content fresh. Mm-hmm. They need us, man. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to just show the video in their car every time. They want to mm-hmm. they want to hop up in, you know, Zoe Dawn. Mm-hmm. And then come through and get the Maybach. Too. I'm going to give you my truck, too. I'm about, you ain't going to pick it up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's taking all day to nah, do that so right. Hey, listen. You don't be driving no more. Nah, because I... Anyway, he got liabilities. Dave got a lot of love, baby. Hey, guys, relax. Uh, Yo, I, I, this is a good conversation that I, I'm trying to like decode success for some people. Yeah. And uh, for you all that's like in the room, you, I, I, I just remember seeing this type of stuff and I'm like, one, it can't be real. Or two, it'll never be real for me unless I get lucky somehow. And there is luck involved. Tell me about that. Luck, I believe in luck more than probably anybody in this room, but I understand it. So I get lucky all the time. I put myself in situations to get luckier. So the difference between um, most people and me is I'm going to hang around where I can get lucky. So I go to open houses for mansions all the time. Just the network. Just go in there. I don't want to buy a house. The house costs 10 million, 15 million. I ain't saying I can't get it. Because now, luckily, I'm in a position to where that's possible. But before that was possible, I was doing that. So I'll go to this weekly. I do something that's called Mansion Sundays. My whole, everybody who follow me know I do that every single Sunday. Just did it yesterday, clearly. But um, I go look at mansions. I go to open houses. And I just network. I just be in those places. I work out at Lifetime Fitness. The the Lifetime, it costs two something a month just to be a member. So I'm get, I'm putting myself in positions. I'm just doing my regular life, but around where I can get luckier. I just network. I meet Zolos. You know, he, we go, you go to Planet Fitness. It's a hundred dollars for the whole year to work out there. It's, you know, you might not, that that person probably is on a you know not the type of OQP I want at that time. That's not the person I want to network with. I might not get that lucky. Mm-hmm. It's possible, but not really. So Dumbo House, Soho House, yeah, these are places where you can go network and get luckier. Like I'm not saying that I know them going to meet somebody there. But if I do, and they just so happen to own 20 Marriott's, which is the people who I just was talking yeah. to two days ago, mm. you're like, damn, you own 20 Marriott's. That's what's up. Hey, yes, go eat lunch. It's like, yeah. I'm a lucky hey, yeah, son of a can, gun. You can get, I believe you can become, uh, you can get successful by default. And you'll, if you're around it long enough, you'll, you'll like, you'll get some of the remnants. Actually, this guy, he was selling me some advertisement for this uh, magazine is about to drop. I'm like, all right, cool. No problem. I'm, I'm with that. And we just happened to be in a room. Yes. It was actually yesterday. And Neil was here and I was like, yo, Neil, um, you should advertise in a magazine too. He's like, all right. So actually, uh, Brittany, she did that sign. She did a, a couple signs from you actually. And nice. just and by being around, right. I'm like, yo, yeah, that's, that's my homegirl. Do that. Lock it in. Like corporate client, like yo, you good just by just by being around, and she's top of mind because she show up all the time, and you will get opportunities just by showing up and being around it. That's Easy. intentional though. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And, and doing what you do in public. Mm-hmm. Doing what you do in public damn near gets you more gigs than anything. It could be anything. I could just, right. I could do a rental right in front of Phipps Plaza. I was like, meet me at Phipps. I'm going to do the delivery right here. Yeah. All these people coming out of Phipps, they're like, yo, what you do? You just rented it out? Yeah, I just rented it out. Oh, let me get your number, bro. I was looking for a mini man. They, they don't, they, you know what I'm saying? It's just you do it in public. Mm-hmm. If you're a photographer, have that joint around your neck, have a photo shoot right there. If mm-hmm. you want to hire clients, go run high, high end people be at. Yeah. Do it right there. Do a photo shoot in the in a lifetime. Go in the gym and get you a little model in there. It could be free. They're going to be like, damn, you. You photographer, let me see your work. You got more clients that's willing to pay because yeah. they pay two hundred mm-hmm. a month to co work out. They gonna pay you for that photo show. You say it's five hundred dollars. I give you fifty proofs and da 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 da. They don't care. They just paying. It's some people that's like how he just yeah. said. Yo, you're getting a magazine. All right, that's where you want it to be normal. For some people, it's normal. For you know, hundred dollars, I ain't gonna be mad here. I, take a hundred. I ain't, I ain't tripping. Yeah. There's some people that five thousand like that. It's some people who do twenty thousand like that. Mm-hmm. Twenty thousand, no big deal. You know what I'm saying? So he know that we they gave to the charity the other day to your uh, nonprofit. Yeah. Anybody want to get twenty thousand? Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just yep. twenty thousand. It's crazy. And and that's normal for people. And it's a room where a million is like that. You just got to get in that room and get lucky. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Just put yourself get lucky. Put, put, put yourself uh, yeah. in a position to get lucky. All of us can do that. So some they need to be lucky in this damn free conference. So we can show perfect, perfect you know what I'm saying? Get lucky in this yeah. free conference. Like so, I was there when he said that. So let's, yeah. let's let's talk about what's going on while we're doing it as we wrap up. So we have a uh, free virtual event, and actually Mitch called and he said, "Yo." Everybody charged for conferences. And then at the event, at the end of the event, it's something for $20,000, $30,000, $40,000. He's like, yo, I don't want to do none of that. He's like, yo, I should do something free. And I'm like, I, I, I get what you're saying, but what's the goal? <laughs> Is it after that, we're going to like sell something for, you know, $20,000, doing a mastermind? He's like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, okay, we, what are we going to sell? Like, okay, what's, give me the purpose. You're like, yo, People need to see collaboration and connection and people doing things together. I said, okay. So explain all the people that's going to be involved, all the people you see here. And there's a collaborative effort that we are actually going to do something for our community. So Mitch, you got to, you, you're, you're the, you're the spokesperson. I like that for this conference. I like that. So this is what I would say. Um, it's also my birthday. It's a gift to myself. So, you know, my birthday month is November. Uh, last year, I did Uber. Um, the year before that, I did Uber too, but uh, we gave away. That's no, we did, a, we did Walmart, 100K at Walmart giveaway. Uh, it was dope. Anyway, but yeah, I like to do something every year for my birthday to give back. Giving feels better than receiving to me. So this is another way for us to give and we're going to give a lot. So we charge a lot for, y'all heard all this money that's been being thrown around. We charge a lot of money to speak. To be in rooms, to talk, to do whatever, but we're gonna do it for free. We're gonna give that exact energy as if we got paid that fifty thousand, a hundred thousand. So y'all might want to be in a room, learning actionable steps, and I want y'all to really get hold y'all, y'all, y'all coaches and y'all mentors to a higher standard to give y'all actionable steps. Because y'all, I know y'all tired of going to conferences and saying, "Oh man, I'm super hype, I'm inspired." This dude makes a lot of money, but how? And they never, they, you at a conference, you can't answer answer any questions. That it's too many people. They're not going to ask answer anything, even if you ask it. So what we're going to start doing is when we get on stages, we're giving actionable steps. So that's what this conference. We should have called it the Actionable Steps Conference, but we're just going to call it. <laughs> free day summit because it is free and we're going to be doing it for three days 
completely free. So make sure you guys sign up and do not miss any day. Once y'all get in the Facebook group, make sure y'all active and don't miss any links because it's free does not mean it's cheap. Everybody say free, not cheap. You did. <laughs> I, love I love it. So what would you bring into the table, Zoe? You give them the game, the whole financial list, the game, the credit, the Airbnb, how to make me on that gigster, that peer space. Mm-hmm. This is how to make, you know, a bag. Because some people just need a bag now. So For sure. People got some funds. Some people got some credit. I'm going to give them so they can come out of the year, yeah. come out of the class with getting that bag. Especially because we're going, we're, we're approaching some times that maybe some people's never experienced before. So there's some information, some valuable information that people need. So it's not right to charge at this moment, especially our community is possibly going to go through some rough times, depending on how you look at it. I know I'm looking at it as an opportunity. So I want to teach people how to take advantage of the opportunity. People don't know how to really create content, but now is the time where you really, really need to lean into your podcast and creating content because if everybody gets scared and goes in the house, guess who they're listening to? Me. Mm. And there are corporate dollars that there are cor- corporate companies who have enough money to weather the storm and they're going to continue to advertise to the audience that I'm building. So I'm teaching people like, yo, we have to start creating content and being out and building an audience so you can still make money in this, in these times that we're coming across. So, um, DR, what's the, what's the game? I'm coming with all bars, no fluff. I'm teaching people how to build business credit with bad personal credit and I'm teaching my business credit with bad personal credit bad personal credit that's a thing it's a thing it's always a play are you sure I'm positive (laughs) because when you build up business credit you can do no PG credit cards no personal guarantee credit cards Mm -hmm. so you don't even even have to worry about your personal you don't have to use your social security number when you're applying for business credit cards with the way you build up your vendor net vendor accounts and then also if you have $10,000 plus in each bank account every single month of your last three bank last three bank statements you can get lines of credit what I even with a soft um, credit pool too as well so I'm gonna teach you that game Mm. teach you my 90 day funding sequence where you get 100k in funding teach you my travel hacks Um, and then I might throw in there how to the play about you know the luxury how to run out your luxury clothes too as well so you get a bag so a lot of of big gems I'm 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 gonna keep it light cause you know Mitch told me keep it light oh that's what I told you (laughs) don't put that on me I'm gonna give some good some good gems so make sure you're definitely signed up good good and where's that where is it? How do they sign up? Oh, we'll uh, link below. Freedaysummit.com. Freeday Summit. We'll have a link below. Go to freedaysummit.com. I love it. Charles, come on. Nice. What's, what's the game, man? I'm going to give it away, man. I'm going um, to teach people an entry-level point into real estate that's low cost and low risk. Because when you buy a land bank property, you actually buy the property outright. So whether you have a ton of money or not, whether your credit's good or not, whether you're working, whether you got approved for a bank loan or not, you really don't need it. I'm going to teach people how to create generational wealth through land bank properties. What's the cheapest property you've ever bought? A thousand. They start at a thousand. A thousand dollars. Yeah. So certain land banks start their bidding at a thousand. I have some strategic bidding uh practices that I use where you can actually get properties for a thousand dollars. Really? For the most we part, do it they all get them the between, time. Yeah, my students do it. So, so it's not all even my genius. I put together the systems and processes to teach people how to do it. And most recently, so, so I've been teaching it for quite some time, but most recently, 
the guy who did it with coins, his property was only $1,600. So give me an example of a property that you bought for a certain amount and it's worth another amount. 1471 Wilfred Avenue. It's in Detroit, Michigan. I bought it under $2,000 under, the most $2,100. Today it's worth eighty, like $87,000. What? Yep. Mm. All right, I'll be t- attending those two sessions for mm-hmm. sure. I need to know that. Here's uh, more. Here's more. I'm going to actually show actionable steps on how you can research properties. I'm going to pull up some information from a land bank, like live information. I'm giving away some, Mitch, I know, but Let's go. I am going to, we're going to pull it up. We're going to pull up a listing from the land bank. I'm going to show people how you find the value of the properties and actually how to get them. I love it. Free. <sighs> it's, it's, gracious. it's, it's, we say free, it's free of charge, but it's really our gift. It's all our right. give yep. back. So, so it's free for people to get the information but we all, we're all getting that gratification, mm-hmm. right? Like when, when, when Zoe has his mentees call him and thank him for, and show him how much he made, and Mitch has it all the time on his stuff, how much his mentees and students made, and so does Dior. It's gratifying. Like my biggest, my, some of my biggest, we talk about this on Friday, right? The biggest flex for probably everybody on this couch is not like a Rolls Royce, uh, we all have them, right? <laughs> it's not the Rolls Royces, right? It's not the Rolls Royces. My choice, though. My choice. My choice, Dave. Our biggest flex, right, Dave, and you can attest to this, is the success of our students and mentees. Reality. Yeah. I'm super proud of a guy who, who got wind of my ebook, fresh out of jail, bought a property. It's on my page. page. This guy still looks like, like, he looks like day one out. Winter's closing. We filmed it. He took a ton of pictures. Super proud of that guy. Like, that's one of my biggest flexes. And just, it's, it's not even so impactful. The guy with the coins, that's just going to last forever. Like, I could repost that every morning over me, like, in a Maybach or in some, some fancy place. That, that has become more important to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're giving free, but we're also getting something out of Absolutely. Yeah. Pouring into the community that needs it most. I love it. I don't have a Rolls Royce. Just to clear it up, okay? He said we all have them. My choice. I'm just, I'm Mitch, just a like, question Mitch asker. Okay? Third or fourth. I just, I just have a podcast, man. <laughs> Mitch, close us out with a word of wisdom, man, and let everybody know again how they can be a part. I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get in there and start teaching. I'm ready to run. Man, I'm excited. I ain't even get to say what I'm gonna teach, but uh, so you know what I'm gonna do is, and I'm gonna make sure everybody that's participating gives actionable steps. So when you leave this conference, you actually know what to do. It's very important to me that y'all actually have things that y'all can do, accomplish and be successful at. So that's why we're having this conference. So y'all can be able to have y'all options, your freedoms y'all want. Y'all don't got to have a Rolls Royce. Don't got to have a mansion. You don't got to, you can have a studio for all I care, as long as it's the one you want. I know y'all tired of going to dealerships and they telling y'all, y'all got to put down 10000 on 2008. I know y'all tired of that. Y'all want to have the option to get what you want. Go to, tell them, I want this car. Y'all goes, well, we'll see what we can do. That's the, I hate that when I go to a militia they still tell me that mm. so I, I end up buying three cars just because they be trying me I got that from <laughs> Shaq Shaq got me doing stuff like that but there won't be three Rolls Royces now I'm not going to but no the same thing goes for apartments I go try to apply for an apartment they telling you that hey we'll see if we can get you when you should always get what you want to get mm. if it's a house the multifamily if it's an apartment building you should be able to get what you want so that's what we want to show you how to get what you want not what we want so if we can encourage y'all to do anything is to execute on this information that we give y'all 
because it really took us a long time, a lot of trials and tribulations and errors and falling on our face, getting back up to learn this stuff. So please don't take it lightly. Like I said, it's free, but it is not cheap. So make sure y'all go to Free Day Summit and make sure y'all turn up when y'all get in there. Go holler at everybody in the Facebook group. Let everybody know where y'all from and what's y'all goals for this conference because we about to turn up. You dig? There it is, man. We can't close it out no better than that, man. Make sure you follow. Oh, let everybody know how to follow y'all real quick. Charles J. Noonan. Instagram. Charles J. Noonan? Mm-hmm. At Charles J. Noonan. Okay. At Charles J. Noonan on Instagram. Yeah. At, um, it's Princess Dior. <laughs> it's your boy Pushman, Mitch. You dig? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> at Mrs. O the Goat. All right, cool, man. Make sure y'all like, subscribe to this podcast and go get you some social proof meeting. Go build something, but come back to your community and teach them how you did it. You got to do a free day conference. You got to do a free day summit, just like us. That's the only way our community grows, all right? We out here. Peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.